0: and this is Psychology Has It Backwards. I'm here today with my super good friend and such a, uh, I'm so lucky to have her as my bestest friend. And we get to do
1: this. It's so much fun for us. And here she is. Judy Sedgman. And uh, the feeling is very mutual. I feel very blessed, Christine, <laughs> in my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we do have fun together as it's, it's part of the best, Thing about that and actually that's what we kind of wanted to talk to you about today is that we have this program it's called the program it's quite uh creative the title don't you think (laughs) Um, and and the program is something that we offer twice a week and it's um it's a group session um, for people that want to learn more about this way of looking at psychology so we thought we'd talk a little bit about why we think this is something that might be of interest to you and or somebody that you know. But basically, there's there's three different kinds of things that we feel like this program can be helpful with. One is, is that if you're interested in this work and you work with other human beings, So you work in some kind of health or human service capacity or you work in business with people or you um, have a family of children or in some way in your life, you're interacting with other people and you want to see how to do it from a a little higher level of understanding and a more beautiful feeling. So you don't get burned out. And so you're able to help people in a way that is um, effective and simple. So basically, anybody that's working with anybody else, you can come and really get an understanding of how to share this understanding as you get it for yourself. And then you start to share it with people at a really small price. I mean, there are programs that you can take that are like $50,000 a year um, to, to do the same thing. And we offer this program um, at a very uh, reduced rate. Um, and if that is still too much for you, we will provide scholarships for people. And if that's too much for you, then you can just make a donation at your leisure. And so we're not doing it for money. We're really doing it because we feel like we really want to touch as many people that touch other people because of the ripple effect that health has on people. So that when people are trying to uh, help other people, and they're going about their business. Everybody wants to help people to get healthy, and that's why we people go into the field. Right. That's why people want to help other people. There's something really rewarding about helping other people. You know, I mean, if you talk to people like high school seniors, "What do you want to do? I want to help the world. I want to help people." That yeah. that feeling is such a wonderful feeling, and so people, a lot of people, go into the this the health and human services in order to, to help people and then end up getting really burned out and caught up in the negative cycle that's, that's out there. So this is a way for you to, um, find, um, uh, your bearings, keep your bearings and help other people. And I mean, that's why we're still doing this when we're, you know, in our, I guess we're still middle-aged. We, we, somebody put out <laughs> a thing, you're middle-aged or you're like 80 or something. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, so we're way past retirement age. We should be golfing and you know uh, living in a senior community and doing all that <laughs> stuff. but here we are, trying to help the world and trying to put this out in the world. and so that's one group is that you can learn this and help other people in a very very um, in a way that anybody can afford. There's not anybody that can afford it, and we just want you to know that that's available. And the second group is is the group of people that um, uh, maybe have already had some experience with the principles, but are still trying to figure it out. So they're not finding that beautiful feeling and they're really not living in a beautiful feeling and they're trying to learn it and understand it and figure it out. And, and so this is a way for you to come. We, we understand that people get, get caught up in that. And, and we'll, we'll help you to find the simplicity of this and that, that beautiful feeling that's inside of you, even though you don't think of it. Yeah. And the, and the third group is, is people who have, actually, there's probably four groups. Mm-hmm. The third group is people who have had traditional therapy years and years and years, but you haven't gotten better. Mm-hmm. So how about, like, try something different? Yeah. Because it takes a while, actually, to deprogram people. Because their mindset is so locked into fixing problems and seeing themselves as broken and having a problem um, that it, it, sometimes it does take a little while because we get so attached to those thoughts. But uh, you, can, you can change. You don't have to be the way you've been. Even if you've been a, in psych, psychiatric care for 50 years, you can change. You can find your health and you can recover and you can live in a beautiful feeling. So we just want you to know that that's that's the hope that this understanding has that anybody, no matter what you've been told, anybody can live in a state of mental well-being. And the fourth is just people that are struggling in their life, maybe haven't ever sought help, haven't done anything. This would be a great way to to yeah. to find your own answers and change your life without getting contaminated by going into all the problems and negativity and analysis. So we just thought we'd talk a little bit about the change process and how this program can help you with that.
1: Yeah, and I I think one of the joys that we've experienced in doing this program is uh, it, it, it's really wonderful when you're part of a group and everybody's changing and people change at their own pace. And some people have, you know, sudden insights and it really transforms a certain aspect of their life that they were struggling with. And some people just incrementally slowly but surely week after week they start feeling better and better so there's no urgency about it you know but it inspires there's something wonderful about being in the company of other people all of whom are looking for peace of mind contentment joy love understanding and not looking to commiserate about each other's problems and figure out well somebody else has it worse than I do I shouldn't be this upset that kind of thing we, we kind of sidestep negativity and go right to the speaking directly to the health in all of us. And um, in it, I've as so many people in our group will say that they get excited about seeing other people change, even if they haven't yet changed themselves. They'll say, Oh my gosh, you know, somebody will come up and say, I had this amazing insight. And then I had this conversation with my husband and all of a sudden, everything looks different to both of us and blah, blah, blah. And people in the group will get so happy about it. And just that, just sharing happiness and sharing hope and optimism is a really beautiful thing. And so I look at it, uh, we do it twice a week, not because people need to come twice a week, but because we do two different time zones (laughs) so that people in different parts of the world uh, can join. And we have people from, you know, Australia, New Zealand and that part of the world. And we have people from um, Europe and Eastern Europe and, and that part of the world. So uh, that's why we, that's why we do two days. It's once a week for everybody who comes and somebody is a real glutton for staying up late or getting up early. But um, and the other, the other part of it is um, as, as you feel more hopeful as for all of us, I mean, even for me now, after 40, almost 40 years in this work, it it really reignites hope in me when i see people change and when i feel the nice warmth and genuine good feelings that arise in this group and the and the sense of optimism about all of us getting better people don't sit in the group and think well i'm the exception i'm never going to get better you know they think well i haven't gotten there yet but look everybody's starting to change maybe I'll, maybe i'll be next you know <laughs> so there's that it's a lovely uh I look at it as a bright spot in my week. You know, each time we have a program, I really look forward to it because I feel like I learn, and I, uh, and I, you know, I walk away from those calls thinking, "Boy, that was nice. That was a nice experience." So it, it reinforces the the whole reason why people do principles work, and the reason is that that it is so focused on what's right in people and not focused on we've got to fix this problem before they'll feel better. We got to fix, they got to fix this before that because actually when you uh, come to peace and find your own natural peace of mind, you see the answers to your own problems. You don't need somebody else to be giving you options. You know, I have so many clients in the past that have come to me and out of other therapies and they'll come and say, okay, well, I, I've had this problem for years and I've been to a lot of therapists and no one's ever been able to solve it. But I might as well give you a shot at it. That's because I work in a center that does free therapy. (laughs) So they're going to go to their last resort is the free therapist. (laughs) And, and, um, you know, and they're so surprised when I say, you know what, I'm not really interested in your problem. That's not really what I do with people. I don't solve their problems for them. And so they'll say, well, like, why am I here? And I'll say, you're here because you can see how to find your own answers and find your own wisdom and find your own insight. And then your problem will not be a problem anymore because you'll see something beyond it. And they are so surprised. No one's ever suggested that to them before, that there was an answer that they hadn't seen yet. They really thought mm-hmm. they hadn't found the right therapist.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one of the things that people will say, well, I don't want to talk in a group. And, you know, I don't know these people. And because I mean, you could just see how psychology has affected people. Like in order to get get help, you got to go into the dredges of your life and share the most intimate things and talk about your problems and blah, blah, blah. But actually, you don't. I mean, you can do some people just come and listen and and they change and then as they start feeling better they talk about insights they're having and what's changing in their life and we don't even really know what's going on because it's it's not a therapy group it's a psychoeducational group That's so true. we're educating people on how to live in mental well-being mm-hmm. so what whatever you get out of it, it you'll get it and it's not like there's not like, we don't have like 50 people in the group yeah. The groups are relatively small. They range in size from three to 20, depending on the week. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, they're all people that really want something better in their life. You yeah. know, so there's not yeah. people coming to argue with us, not, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. It's, it's not going to be uh, the sharing of a lot of really Awful, You know, sometimes people don't want to hear about other people's problems because they get so caught up in, when they're listening to other people. But nobody's there, you know, talking about the details of their problems because we don't do that. That's right. what, what they're talking about is just how does how do these principles work within every human being, no matter what your experience has been like? Think about that for a minute. Your ability to live in mental well-being has absolutely nothing to do with your past nothing your ability to live in mental well-being has nothing to do with the circumstances of your life nothing and your ability to live in mental well-being has nothing to do with whatever you've done to other people like it's not it, it's not in the content of our thinking right it's about seeing that it's what's before that world we've created so if we, I mean, you know, people are quite creative in their, their ability to create a reality that's interesting, sometimes scary, sometimes, you know, uh, really negative. And, and when they find that feeling in themselves, it's amazing how they, uh,
1: yeah.
0: how they recover and
1: start getting healthy. <laughs> Chris has dogs. <laughs> That's the woof woof.
0: Sorry about that. My my, uh, uh, my big mouth dog just got home. My husband took her while we were doing this, but they came home early. <laughs> and uh, she, she gets insecure and then she barks just like humans do. When they're like insecure.
1: Humans. Animals are just like people in that sense. When we're insecure, we're not at our best. And it's hard to listen to commands. <laughs> so another another thing about our groups that I think uh, makes makes it very safe and pleasant for people and also filled with hope is that um, there's no pressure. there's no pressure to to speak. there's no pressure to change. There's no pressure. It's like nobody's on a schedule. You can drop in and out of the group. you can come every week. you can come when you can come um, and there's no there's no pressure to change because. We're we're operating in the faith that change is natural as people quiet down. That as people you know come into a space where they feel safe and calm down, and their thinking slows down, and their mind's quiet, that they will find uh, their own change. They'll find the change that they need, and we don't know what it's going to be for any one person. So it's an easygoing situation. You know, no one's under. You can. Some people never show their face. Uh, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Some people just don't want to turn on their camera right away. That's okay. They can still come and listen. Um, some people put the camera on and they're very talkative and very involved in the group and they have a lot to say and uh, that's fine too. So uh, it's a very safe space and it's a very uh, easygoing space and it's a very comfortable space for people. But it's also the, the understanding that we share among everybody in the group is that health is the point. Our mental well-being is the point. It's really the only point that all of the details are not the point. So, you know, yesterday I had a bad afternoon. Somebody will say, gee, I, you know, I, I was down for a while yesterday. And then it's half the time they'll start laughing and go, yeah, but I feel better now. <laughs> you know, so it's like people start to realize ups and downs are part of life and they're nothing to get, you don't have to run to the therapist every time you're in a bad mood, you know, because it will change. And they start to see that uh, they just have a much more easygoing view of ups and downs and ins and outs in life. And that's part of mental well-being is not being afraid of your own thinking when you're not thinking clearly. And just to realize that that happens to all of us. And when it happens, we just quiet down. And as a group, you know, we kind of uh, enforce that in the sense that if somebody really gets going, somebody will say, wait, 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 slow down, you know, in the nicest possible way, because we can all do that.
0: One of the other things that's different about our group than a traditional therapy group is that we're not like, you'll see that people don't like process everything in their life. They're not there to analyze themselves and go over everything and, um, you know, like kind of process all their problems in order to feel better. And the other thing that we don't do is that we don't like get people to, emote all their worst experiences so you know they're like when i used to do groups when i did traditional uh therapy it was like i remember one one woman never cried and so she would she would gauge how much progress she was making in therapy by how many kleenexes she would go through in group and it was like i now it's very embarrassing that that's kind of what it was but you know i would do this uh, a very emotional work where people get their anger out and they, you know, hit, but use bataka sticks and hit pillows and scream at whoever they hated and, you know, uh, just get their try to get that emotion out of them. Well, because we don't look at emotion in that way, we look at emotion as the um, effect that consciousness has in creating our thought, bringing our thoughts to life. We just help people to get in a better state of mind and they don't have to go through all that, Mm-hmm. what I call it, psychological hocus pocus, mm-hmm. because there's something about, you know, taking people back in the past and experiencing all these negative emotions, and then you take them into a nice feeling and it feels like you're doing this magic with them. But it's really just that they stop thinking about what those problems are and all that negativity and they start focusing on being in a good feeling and voila, they feel better. So it's it's kind of just taking that magic and helping people to to see that it's not magic. It's just how innate health works in all of us yeah. and bringing people back to that.
1: Yeah. And I, Chris, that's a really important point because I think that's one thing that people learn is that it's okay to feel bad sometimes because it's not going to last and that you don't have to do anything to stop feeling bad. You just look to calm down. You recognize <laughs> feelings instead of seeing them as, Oh no, here it comes again. I'm, you know, when I'm heading downhill seeing that as just an opportunity to slow down and sit down quietly and let your mind rest for a minute. And uh, you'll come back to a good feeling shortly. And that's what happens, uh, you know, as people talk in the group, they'll start to say something about a problem, but nobody's too excited about the problem. And then they'll, they'll see, you know, they'll get kind of listen to themselves and go, but on the other hand, know. <laughs> And, uh, you know, like we have one person in our group that was really worried about, uh, you know, it was really concerned about her grades in school. She was going back to college after some time off and and um, and then she she got great grades and she realized that she loved school. She was doing fine, but that she had her worry about her grades had her thinking of bad grades. So she was expecting that and then when she got her when she got her grades she was really surprised how good they were. And that is just that has that's how life works, you know. We we live in our thinking, not in the world. Uh we just see the world through the through the lens of our own point of view at that moment. And that kind of settles you down even when you're in a bad mood, it doesn't matter anymore. You know. And that's part of, I think, the most important thing that, that people learn is not to be frightened by themselves.
0: Yeah, by themselves or by the, their experience. Right. It's, a, it's so, such a relief to, to realize that it's just thought, yeah. that we're just a beautiful feeling creating thought. Yeah. And if we stop creating thought that makes us feel like crap, we'll go back to that beautiful feeling yeah so that's what we do basically. that's it, and we have a blast. I mean, we have such a great time that we we we've you know we do it because Judy and I love to teach together and love to be together and love to as you can tell, we love doing these podcasts together, and that feeling that we get is also us going deeper into it. Mm-hmm. so it's quite selfish in many ways for us to, to do it but it's the blessing is is that other people kind of pick up on that feeling and then they see how to take that into their life yeah and that's how we're trying to change the world one
1: person at a time one person at a time it's always one soul at a time so if you really are curious about it uh we have a website and you can go to psychologyhasitbackwards.com and click on the group It's easy to remember the program. There you go. The program. I'm sorry. It's easy to remember because um, it's the only podcast on our website. And uh, the information about registration and the times and everything is right there. So we'd love to see you sometime. And that's it for us.
0: (laughs) Aloha. I got to say aloha quick because my dog's going to bark again.
1: (laughs) Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time.
0: (laughs) We hope you heard something new and that you will continue to join us to challenge the prevailing thinking about the possibilities for health in everyone. To subscribe to the podcast, visit our website at psychologyhasitbackwards.com.